Listener supported. WNYC Studios. We are entering the year of the dragon this Lunar New Year. Today, we're talking Lunar New Year traditions and dim sum and another installment of Food for Thought, our weekly series about food and food-adjacent stories. For those looking to celebrate Lunar New Year, Time Out suggests the Chop Suey Club. Clubs, Brooklyn's Children's Museum featuring live music and a rooftop lion puppet parade or catch a lion dance at South Street Seaport all on Sunday. But the celebration does not stop there. The Lunar New Year Festival runs for the next two weeks. Our next guest joins us to talk about some places to gather over dim sum with your friends and family. Grace Young is a food historian, Chinatown advocate, and author of several cookbooks, including Stir Frying to the Sky's Edge, The Ultimate Guide to Mastery with Authentic Recipes and Stories. Grace, welcome back to all of it. Thank you, Allison. Listeners, we want to hear from you. Please join the conversation. How do you plan on celebrating the Lunar New Year? What are your favorite places to gather over dim sum? Are there any special items you order that maybe aren't on the menu? Which places have the best dumplings? What fillings do you like the most? Or if you want to share a family tradition around Lunar New Year. We would love to hear that as well. Our phone lines are open. 212-433-9692, 212-433-WNYC. You may call in and join us on air, or you can text to us at that number or reach out on social media at all of it WNYC. This is the year of the dragon. What characteristics are associated with individuals who are born in the year of the dragon, Grace? It's all about power and strength and good fortune. Uh, Those born in the year of the dragon are natural leaders. So this is the year for good fortune for everybody, (laughs) but you have to do the right things and eat the right foods. Oh, tell me, what what are the right foods? So the Chinese believe that um, if you eat meaning laden foods, you can actually change the course of the new year. So it's all about new beginnings. And there are certain foods that carry symbolic meaning. Mm. So if you were to have dim sum, it's very important to eat hagao, which is the shrimp dumpling, because the word for shrimp in Chinese is ha, which sounds like laughter. And so it brings you happiness. Uh, Many, many people always eat spring rolls because Mm -hmm. they're fried until they're golden and um, it's said that they look like ancient ingots, the old old money. So that's a symbol of prosperity. Um, pot stickers also look like ancient coins that have been fried. Uh, have you ever had the sesame balls in Cantonese? They're called zinderi. That's a dessert mm-hmm. that has um, a kind of mochi dough on the outside and red bean paste in the inside. It's been fried and there are sesame seeds on the outside of the dough. Um, So that starts off very small. It's like a donut. And as you deep fat fry it, it expands. And so that symbolizes expanding fortunes, but it's also sticky rice. So it represents the cohesiveness of the family and um, it's a perfect circle. So the roundness, the perfect wholeness of life. It's quite beautiful. I love everything you said was poetic. Oh, um, but there's more, you know, you could have mushroom dumplings. Mushrooms, did you know, grow very quickly. So it represents growing prosperity, fast prosperity. And uh, some people like to eat 
rice rolls. Have you ever had that? Sometimes there's stuff with vegetables, shrimp, mm-hmm. beef, um, pork. You should you should eat the one that's stuffed with shrimp for happiness. You could do the one with uh, barbecued pork because pork represents bounty. And they're also stuffed sometimes with Chinese, with uh, cilantro and scallions. Scallions represent intelligence and cilantro is compassion. So it's quite beautiful when you go to have dim sum that you're eating delicious food and you'll also be showered with good fortune in the coming year. If you don't mind sharing, how did your family celebrate Lunar New Year growing up? So the most important uh, meal of the entire year is New Year's Eve. So we always cooked a meal at home. And it's very important to eat symbolic foods. We always had a steamed fish with scallions and ginger that represents your wishes coming true, the abundance of life. Fish swim in pairs, so they represent marital bliss. We always had um, stir-fried clams with black bean sauce. That was my father's favorite dish. Clams open as they cook, as they're stir-fried. And so that represents a fresh beginning. And clams also look like coins, ancient coins. So again, prosperity. So much of Chinese New Year's is about good fortune. (laughs) It's eating for money and prosperity. (laughs) Um, But there are, I mean, there are so many dishes. We always had stir-fried lettuce. The word for lettuce in Cantonese is sang choy, which means um, growing fortunes. So you're getting the idea. But also, we always had dim sum. The family would always Mm -hmm. gather for um, dim sum. And, And Chinese New Year's is not just celebrated on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, but it's a two week celebration. So we would gather with the other family members. And when you go to Chinatown, you'll often see that there are three generations. It's a multi-generational experience to eat dim sum. And and for those who don't know, dim sum is the Cantonese word for um, um, a tradition of eating um, small dishes. I call it Chinese tapas. So anything from steamed dumplings, fried dumplings, buns, uh, sweets, uh, fried foods, and everything is totally delicious. It's, you, it's a wonderful experience. When you go to dim sum, do you have a particular strategy? I sometimes get a little bit overwhelmed and I want, a, I want everything. Yes. <laughs> what, what is your strategy? Uh, So my first strategy is that I only order three or four different dumplings or plates at a time. Mm -hmm. Some people like bring on like 10 different items. And that really upsets me because by the time you finish the first two or three, the rest of the items are room temperature or cold. And you don't want to eat a cold dumpling. It just isn't right. So I like my dumplings you know, right out of the steamer, piping hot. In fact, when the waiter um, brings the steamed dumplings, he always brings like a whole um, stack of dumplings Mm -hmm. with the lid. And I always insist, they always take the lid away. I want the lid to stay on for the dumplings I haven't gotten to yet. So they stay piping hot. My father's strategy was he always sat at the table closest to the kitchen door. Because the moment the push cart comes out of the kitchen, 
He wanted be, us to be able to pounce on whatever came right out. He didn't want everything to cool down as the push cart wove its way through the whole dining room. Some dim sum restaurants no longer have the push carts and you order the food on a menu order form and everything is com comes out made to order. If my father was alive today, I'm sure he would still insist on eating at the table closest to the kitchen door because he doesn't want his steamer of dumplings or his plate of uh, turnip cake to cool down as the waiter walks across the room. Mm -hmm. uh, what else are my strategies? Well, right now, I would not go to Chinese to Chinatown on New Year's Day on Saturday or Sunday because it's going to be absolutely crazy it's wonderful <laughs> actually you should go because it's such a uh special atmosphere there's going to be lion dancing and um firecrackers but the celebration goes on for two weeks and so if you go for dim sum this weekend for sure you're going to be waiting in line for an hour mm. so Mike. if you go later during the two-week celebration you'll still get your good fortune <laughs> but you won't have to wait as long. My guest is Grace Young. Our Food for Thought segment for this week is about dim sum and Lunar New Year traditions. Let's talk about a couple of places. You put together a list of a couple of places. Let's head out to Sunset Park, East Harbor Seafood Restaurant. Tell us what's special about East Harbor Seafood Restaurant. So this is one of those great dim sum dining halls. It's huge and... Um, everything that they do and and you'll get the whole experience of the push carts and one of the things about dim sum which is so different from other foods that we eat or other restaurants that we go to dine at is that most of the time you sort of know what you want to eat or you see on the menu what you want but dim sum is really about um also seeing what comes on the push cart and realizing, oh, you know, the the shrimp dumplings look so good today. Or, oh, my God, I didn't realize that they were going to be, um, you know, I, I wasn't even thinking about the bean curd rolls. Mm -hmm. And so you sort of eat with your eyes. You should. It's part of the um, experience of dim sum is that the dim sum should not only taste good and smell good, but it needs to look very special to entice you to want to eat it. And um, East Harbor Seafood Palace is really wonderful. Everything they do is great. I love their taro puffs. Um, they have fabulous rice rolls stuffed, as mm -hmm. I said, with either barbecued pork or sometimes um, beef or shrimp. So it's it's a very, very um, solid dim sum experience. <laughs> Let's talk about in Flushing Asian Jewels Seafood Restaurant. The menu is pages, pages long. <laughs> yes. Tell yes. us a little bit about uh, strategy, especially when you get to one of these restaurants with pages and pages. Yes. Well, I mean, for those kinds of restaurants, you're also there. There can be a huge wait because. Um, Asian Jewel Seafood Restaurant is so popular, but the, the quality of their dim sum is consistently stellar. And I think it's been named on the Michelin Guide. Um, so it's one of these really big halls. They're famous for their crab and pork soup dumplings, which you have to know how to eat mm. them. You have to nibble at the very top. 
because there's hot broth inside this dumpling and just kind of gradually um, uh, suck up the, the hot broth juices and not take one giant bite or to put the whole thing into your mouth. Um, they're fabulous for their um, turnip cakes and their chive and shrimp dumplings. Steamed chive and shrimp dumplings are to die for. And let's check out a place that's not a dim sum place specifically, and it's a lot smaller than some of the other places you mentioned, Petite Dumpling in Park Slope. How would you explain the feel of this restaurant? So this is a a restaurant that's very dear to my heart. Um, The owner, Mei Chow, had a restaurant in Manhattan's Chinatown called Oze Peace, and it was one of the first restaurants to close during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so I was really happy to see her Uh, start Petite Dumpling. And uh, she does everything from soup dumplings to traditional hagao, the shrimp dumpling, sumai. She makes everything by hand, uh, the chasu baos. Yeah, she just has an amazing selection. Also pan fried dumplings, spring rolls. So it's not a dim sum restaurant, but she carries all the classics. Listeners, if you'd like to get in on this conversation, if you have a favorite dim sum place you'd like to tell your fellow all of it and public radio listeners about, we'd love to hear. We'd also like to hear about your Lunar New Year celebrations or traditions in your family. 212-433-9692. 212-433-WNYC. You may call in and join us on air or you can text to us at that number. Social media is available as well at all of it WNYC. My guest is Grace Young. She is walking us through some great places to get dim sum for Lunar New Year. It's our food for thought segment for this week. All right, let's get to Chinatown. We know it's going to be busy, but there are some great opportunities to eat in Chinatown. You mentioned Dim Sum Gogo. Now, there's also a location in the East Village as well, Uh, I believe. Yes, yes. That's a new location for them. Um, I love the Chinatown restaurant. Uh, It's unexpected. Sometimes when you're there, they're playing Dave Brubeck or... um, (laughs) You know, so there's jazz in the air or pop music. Um, they make uh, a mango shrimp roll that is just to die for. Ooh. They're famous for their roast duck dumpling, and they have an incredible selection of vegetarian dumplings. And um, I've been in their kitchen to see the chefs wrapping the dumplings. And it really gives you a whole different respect for what the art of dim sum making is about. Um, Nowadays, so many people order dim sum on gold belly or they're buying frozen dumplings. But when you go to Chinatown, um, what's so precious about that experience is this is this is really a dying art. Very, very few people know how to make dim sum. And when you see the chefs, I have not seen any 20 or 30-year-olds. They're all middle-aged. It is incredible craftsmanship. You can't just switch from your walk station stir-frying, and today the dim sum chef is sick, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to fill in. This is um, an art form that requires great expertise. And when they make hagao, they take a round of the dough and 
rather than using a rolling pin to roll it into a mm-hmm. thin round before you fill, stuff it with the filling, they take an, a cleaver, which they've lightly oiled, they press down and they do this sweeping motion. And when they lift up the cleaver, it's this uh. paper thin, perfect round. We got a text that says, when we go to East Harbor, we always see stuff that Chinese families order off the menu to supplement the carts and feel like we're missing something. What does your guest order off the menu if you go there? Um, sometimes I love the, there's turnip cake, um, which comes pan fried, um, but they have stir fried turnip cake with Chinese chives and it is so yummy good that um yeah it's it's something that not every dim sum restaurant carries and it's it's one of my favorites we also have on your oh actually we got a call from somebody who wants to chime in charles from the upper west side hi charles thank you so much allison and thanks for having your guest i go i go to a studio in chinatown where i draw and, and there's a place i love to go to and i know you know it it's a big place it's called conti village mm. Charles, thank you so much for calling in. Is Victoria on line one good to go? Hey, Victoria. Oh, I think Victoria is listening on the radio. She'll catch up in a second. Victoria calling in from Brooklyn. Hi, Victoria. Victoria, you there? Oh, we'll see if we can get Victoria back in a little bit. Um, you On your list, Grace, we've got Pings in Chinatown at 22 Mott Street. It's a, it uses the push carts. It's a classic. Um, yes. <laughs> do you have a favorite Ping's dish? Yeah, I love their, um, they're, they're very famous for their steam crab seafood dumpling. And it is just, it's a piece of art. Um, the dough is the same dough as the shrimp dumpling, and they've colored it with spinach juice. And so it's this mm. beautiful emerald green and it's stuffed with shrimp and crab meat. And then I think they top it with uh, a little roe. So it's, it's, it's just a jewel to eat. Um, they're also very uh, famous for their shrimp dumplings, the ha gao. And I should say, no matter what dim sum restaurant you go to, people judge the quality of a restaurant by their shrimp dumplings. That's it. The, the dough needs to be so thin that it's translucent so that you can see the shrimp. And um, people judge uh, the best shrimp dumpling by how many pleats there are. So if it's ma- machine made, you'll see like three pleats. I've been to restaurants in Hong Kong that have 12 or 15 pleats. Um, but here in Chinatown, I would say Ping's is quite, quite good. Let's see if we can get another call in. Dan calling in from Bridgewater. Hi, Dan. Hi. Uh, you know, most people think about Chinatown, but a lot of us live outside of New York City. So I'd like to recommend in uh, uh, Somerville, New Jersey, on Route two, uh, two, 203, um, 206, I'm sorry, Golden Walk. It, the, the guy is Cordon Bleu uh, from France and Italy, and, and he's Chinese, and uh, he has made the Chinese... New Year's dinner, something fantastic. We have it there every day, every year, and mm. we're, we're going to have it there this year. So, I can co-sign I, on Dan. That is a great place. <laughs> um, we have a, just about a minute left, Grace. What would you like to leave our listeners with regarding Lunar New Year um, or dim sum? 
I first of all, I just want to wish everyone all the good fortune, um, power, and strength of this year, and uh, of all the uh, animals. Dragon is the only one that is mythological. Mm. So he care he and he or she carries the the power and strength that we need. And I really urge everyone to go to Chinatown, your local Chinatown, and experience the wonders of this very, very special neighborhood. Grace Young has been our guest for Food for Thought, all about dim sum and Lunar New Year's traditions. Happy New Year's, Grace. Happy New Year to you, Allison. There's more all of it right after the news.